Hey folks, Andrew Packer here and welcome to Trading Tips. Today I want to talk to you about three ways to make passive income with stocks. Usually when people think income they think um, having money in the bank, paying interest or a certificate of deposit or bonds, but a lot of companies out there Look, companies uh, that, that trade their shares, they're a business. And at the end of the day, if they think, hey, you know, we're not going to be able to really grow that quickly anymore, or hey, you know, we want to make sure our shareholders are, are you know, happy with our performance, they're going to start paying a good old-fashioned dividend. That is our first, first source of income that we can get out of the stock market. A dividend is basically when a company says, you know, as a partial owner of the company, you're entitled to some of the money that we made as a business this year. Dividends can vary. Uh, some companies might pay uh, a dividend as low as, you know, a penny a quarter. Some might, might pay out, you know, 90% of their pre-tax earnings to do so under a different structure like a real estate investment trust. Uh, dividends can come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities there. And of course, you know, if you're just investing in, you know, common stocks, uh, there are plenty of opportunities, a lot of different companies in pretty much every industry. There's always at least one or two dividend payers in there, even some of the most high-tech names out there, companies like Apple and Microsoft, they're dividend payers and they have been for years. So if all you do is just buy and hold these dividend paying stocks, you're probably going to do all right over time because in addition to whatever capital gains you get, you're going to get regular steady payouts along the way, which you can use to buy more shares or spend on your living expenses or what have you. So this is just a very simple and easy way to get passive income. There's nothing you know, terribly magical about it, but studies have shown that over time, the dividends properly reinvested in your portfolio can amount to half of your overall total portfolio returns over time. So if you have a choice between investing in a dividend paying stock in a sector or a non-dividend paying stock in a sector, chances are you're going to want to go with the dividend payer. That's going to probably give you the best returns over time, uh, especially if you're looking to buy and hold for an incredibly long period of time and avoid paying those capital gains taxes along the way. But you can do even better with the passive income in the market. And another way to do that is with covered call writing. If you own 100 shares of a stock, you can write a call option against your shares. And basically by writing, uh, what I'm saying is you're going to sell. You're going to sell to open this call option. You're essentially saying to the market, you know, I have 100 shares of this company. Let's say it's AT&T at $37 a share. I'm going to sell this $37 call. And if shares are over $37 when the call expires, uh, my shares are going away. I'm, you know, booking my profit or loss at 37. Uh, but you're also going to get paid a little money from the call option to do so. If shares are under 37, you get to keep the shares. So in this example, if you're looking at doing a covered call option trade, uh, if you go a little farther up in terms of the strike price of the option instead of 37, say 40, you're much less likely to get called away on the shares because it's a much higher strike price. And you're also going to get less income from the option for doing that. But by using this strategy, you can add anywhere from 10 to 20% a year extra if you're being fairly aggressive about it. Uh, what I like about covered call writing too is 
you know, unlike dividends, you can sort of time the market a little bit with this. If you have a, a stock that's been going up like gangbusters and then its rally has started to slow, you might be reaching a point where the stock's going to maybe move sideways for a few months and undergo what's called a consolidation pattern, where it just sort of blocks in the recent gains it has and sort of, you know, figures out what it's doing before it goes higher. That's a little trading chart pattern, uh, but it's also a good idea when we see that to write covered calls. And because the share price has just gone up a lot, you can do your covered calls, you can make a little extra return off of that, and you're also increasing the likelihood of the share price sort of not moving that much higher. Now, sometimes, obviously, if you write a covered call on a stock and the stock just keeps going up, you might get called away on your position. So that's something to consider, whether you want to be taken out at a profit or not, before utilizing this strategy to make income in the market. And you can also use an inversion of the strategy known as selling a put option uh, to potentially enter into positions and get paid to do so. So that's another uh, source of income in the markets. But there's one final strategy, and I think it's really the most important. In fact, I would probably call it the holy grail of investing. If you're looking not necessarily to trade, and if you're just looking for building wealth long term, this is it. and it's what's called dividend growth investing. In the universe of stocks, there is a much smaller universe of dividend payers and there's an even smaller universe of companies that have a history of raising their dividend payouts year over year. Uh, whether it's a 10-year period, a 25-year period, there's even a handful of companies that have raised it for 50 years or more. And some of these companies are called dividend kings, dividend aristocrats, uh, but there's a pretty good list of them. And there's a lot of familiar names on there that you might recognize, like Coca-Cola or AT&T. These are companies where even if they're not raising their dividend a lot every year, they are raising it over time. And this is where investing gets uh, fantastic returns relative to bonds. Uh, because a bond has a very fixed payout. If you're buying a bond that pays a dollar a year, you're always going to get a dollar a year. But if you buy a dividend growth stock and it's paying you a dollar a year in dividends, 10 years from now, I'd be paying $2 in dividends and your income has doubled. And because these companies are always growing their dividends over time, even if the market has some of these fluctuations, even if it has these big pullbacks like the 2008 correction, chances are a company that usually has a dividend yield of 3 to 4% will continue to have a dividend yield of 3 to 4%. And if they're doubling their dividends, well, you should be getting some capital gains in there as well. And the nice thing about capital gains is you're increasing your net worth, but you're not really increasing the amount of money that you're paying in taxes until you sell. And of course, if you never sell and you just keep taking advantage of dividend growth, uh, you're getting one of the most tax efficient ways to invest because dividends have one of the lowest tax rates out there. So they really truly are one of the best ways to get income in the market. So just looking at how to get income out of the stock market, uh, there's some very easy ways. You know, just own dividend-paying stocks. Uh, you can get some high-yield companies in there. You can get some low-yield companies in there. Uh, you can use covered call writing to help improve your returns and potentially get even more out of your investments that way. Potentially another 10 to 20% a year, depending on how aggressive you want to be, uh, how likely you want to get called away, things like that. And of course, if you just look at dividend growth stocks and you just buy and hold them for the long term, you know, there are companies that are just going to reward you over time. Even if the initial dividend is a little lower than what you might be looking at, uh, if you're looking for future retirement money 20, 30, 40 years down the line, this is absolutely where you should be looking to invest most of your money and take advantage of some of the great income opportunities in the stock market. So that'll wrap things up for this edition of Trading Tips. Until next time, I'm Andrew Packer saying stay safe and stay solvent.